Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Friday and we're back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea we're going to deliver to you. Please welcome Al Reynolds. Hello, Al. Hey, what's going on, Claudia? Happy Friday. Ooh, someone sounds like they've been partying. They got the gravelly (laughs) voice today. I know, right? Enjoying the holidays, baby. I see. I hear it in your voice. Open your throat. Wouldn't get into what was in your throat in a second. And please welcome <laughs> Funky Daiva. What's up, Q? What's going on, y'all? Happy almost New Year. You, is your voice okay? Have you been going hard? Oh no, baby, I'm fine. I'm good, honey. I don't drink or do drugs. <laughs> oh Lord, here we go. We gonna stop. We gonna end this year lying, huh? <laughs> At least he's consistent. Right. <laughs> um, how's everybody's holiday season going? How y'all feeling? Is it are you having a good time? You know, Christmas is good. I am here in Orlando. Uh, my sister had to work this year for Christmas. She's a nurse. We normally do Christmas at her house, so we kind of postponed it. Uh, my stepmom took the liberty of renting a ten bedroom Airbnb for all my siblings and their kids. So we got a house full of people, and it just it just feels good to be around family, kicking back. We got a bunch of groceries in here. We're just listening to music, just chilling in pajamas, no plans, nowhere to go, just having fun, enjoying one another. All right, Al, and how about yourself? It's the same. You know, it's nothing like going home and getting recharged from where it all started, right? And 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 that's the one thing about that I enjoy the most about going back to Horse Pasture, Virginia. I get to see my old Sunday school teachers. I get to see my first and second grade teachers and all of that. And it just really, it really reinvigorates me to get ready to take on 2024. Absolutely. Well, I spent Christmas in Rhode Island with the fam and I got to see my nieces and my brother, and my mom. It's just not the same since my grandma passed because she was definitely the the center of our family, you know. But I still try to have a good time. But I'm now here in Jamaica. It's my first year celebrating a new year single because the last five years I had a boyfriend. So uh, it's a girl's trip. We're going to have fun. And no funky, I'm not going to be a lesbian. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, mean, I already know you. I'm like, I know where you're going with it. Are you going to go to Round Hill? Negril? No, Round Hill. It's like a it's like a property. They do a big, huge New Year's party there. Um, for years, it was hosted by Ralph Lauren. Oh no! A lot of, a lot of like different celebrities go to it each year. You should check it out. I'll see. I'll, I'll probably be at the ghetto shit. So, <laughs> which part did you make? Part of casino. Negril. Negril. Oh, you're in Negril. Okay. The girls got the really pretty beaches. They're close to Aruba, like as far as they, they you know, the clear clarity. But all right, y'all, I'm gonna make this New Year's resolution. We are going to do a live show in person again, where our fans can come out and see that. I'm claiming that for us in 2024. All right. Hey, I'm with it. All right. Are we drinking tonight? Are we drinking? I actually am. Uh oh, but but lightly, lightly. I got a little bit of uh, Tito's with some public lemonade and a splash of soda, just okay. a little light, light. Al, uh, I drank I drank last night enough for everybody. Nope, nope. I'm having a hot tea because we can really spill some hot tea. Oh, we're okay. gonna talk about some hot tea. I'm gonna drink on the beach later, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna try to be professional today. So we are gonna have get into the show. Let's get into the show. The new year is upon us. Yes, the year 2024 is three days away. Are y'all excited? This year flew by, didn't it? This year did fly by. I'm excited, but I'm also nervous because this is an election year. And Mm. I've just, um, I've said this before on this show, guys, um, that Trump and that Black Lives Matter era, it really did something to me. It it did, like to the point Mm. where... If I had a significant other who could go with me to Mexico, I really would move to Mexico right now just 
until we get through the election thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not looking forward to it. I hate to be like a Debbie Downer, but I just kind of <clears> feel <throat> like this year around, this man knows that, you know, if he runs and win, that this will be his last term. And I feel like it's going to be anything goes. And I'm just bracing myself for the racial tensions to flare up again. So I'm a little nervous going into 2024, equally as much as I am excited. And you mm. have to close out the year being just doubling down on the immigrants basically being like an infestation of America. Mm -hmm. Their blood, they're tainting the blood of America. I wonder how the American, uh, the natives feel about that. Mm -hmm. uh, Al, what do you what do you think about 2024? Are you excited? Listen, I'm excited because I'm ready to put 2023 to bed. Like, I felt like I was running on a treadmill this year, even though, you know, I was working, I was doing a lot of a lot of good stuff. I feel like I haven't gotten anywhere. <laughs> I mean, I've accomplished, uh, you know, some of my goals, but I don't feel like I've gotten anywhere. So I'm ready to get off of that treadmill and I'm going to start walking. I, I don't. I, so I'm excited about 2024 to kind of actually see some better results than I saw in 2023. Okay, I feel like I had a really good year professionally in 2024. Personally, I took a year off of, of, of taking anybody seriously when it came to love to give my heart a little break. So I'm excited about the possibilities now that I feel like I'm fully healed from what I went through and two relationships that, you know, did not work out. So we'll see what happens. If not, I'll just keep traveling with my girls and keeping the lesbian rumors going. And <laughs> we're good. <laughs> All right, y'all. Do you guys believe in New Year's resolutions? If so, do you prefer to keep them private or do you want to share them with the soulmates? And the soulmates can also join in the chat and like kind of give us their soul, their uh, resolutions. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, I believe in them, but I believe in, you know, realistic um, you know, New Year's resolutions. And I have this thing too, because I just don't believe like you can just eat horribly and eat anything you want up until December 31st. And then like January one, you just this brand new person, cold turkey. So I always use the month of December to ease into my New Year's resolution. So case in point, um, you know, I had my foot surgery. I hadn't been working out the way I was for the time I was in recovery. And fitness is at the top of my New Year's resolution goal, as well as not spending as much money. Those are the two things that are my biggest New Year's resolutions. But instead of just waiting to January 1st, I kind of start practicing now so it doesn't hurt so bad come January 1. And I'm kind of already into the routine and the groove of things. So my my two New Year's resolutions uh, or three um, is I want to, you know, double down on my health and fitness, put on some weight, put on a little more muscle. Um, I need to stop just spending money so frivolously on things like Uber Eats and going out to eat four and five times a week, having hundred dollar lunches. I need to cut that out. And then the other thing is that, um, career wise this last year, I've just been very lazy. I, I, I'll be the first person to admit doing just enough to get by. Um, and this year I really want to like work harder to achieve my goals and like amplify some of the platforms I'm on and the things that I'm doing. All right. Okay. Al. Okay. Funky. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 2024. Like I said, 2023, I felt like I was running in place. 2024. I want to focus on abundance. I, I, I just really, I just really want all that I've been working hard for to come to fruition. And one of them, I'm, I'm launching, you know, my new company. I know y'all say I have a hundred jobs, but I'm launching my new company at the top of the year. It's called Red Carpet Auctioneers. It's at redcarpetauctioneers.com. I would love everyone to take a look at that. I've posted on my Instagram at the beginning of the year. I also want to develop a better relationship um, with God. I, I think I faltered this year or I, I wavered a little bit. So I want to have a little bit more faith and, and trust the process and believe a little bit more because, you know, I, I like controlling stuff, especially if I feel like I know the best way to go. So I want to relinquish some of that. And then the other stuff is like paying off debt and losing weight, something we <laughs> Yeah, something I've been doing for the last 40 years. <laughs> right. Those are really all good, really good ones. Um, of course, weight, you know, I want to be healthier, not just taking Ozempic. I want to really be in the gym and really work really hard. And because when you get in your 40s and 50s, you got to you got to hit the weights. 
You can't just go jogging or walking like you used to or take a shot or doing any of that. I don't want to do the shortcuts. Um, I want to take things more seriously. I feel like I have um, definitely gotten by in my entire career winging it, not really doing all the research I could do. I kind of just been like blessed with the ability to kind of when I was in college, I was that person that could not really study and then like the, take the test and still pass it. Mm-hmm. I was just very gifted and and kind of making it up as I went along. And even on this show, I would like to you know be better prepared uh, in my in my my work and my acting. I want to go viral, not for silly scenes that are bad acting, but maybe for some some better ones where it's like, wow, you really uh, can tell you put some effort into it. Um, I've definitely I'm I've I've definitely gotten by on on winging it, and I definitely want to put my effort and um, taking things more seriously. I started a production company be more thorough with things and, and get more things on the books and, and really have things making me money outside of where I have to show up and do the labor. Like yeah. I want things that can make me some money when I'm at home, when I'm relaxing. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like I've been working really hard since I was 15. That's 35 years of, of working hard. So I want to be able to just chill. But all right, y'all, those are really good ones. So let's try to hold each other accountable and see each other um, have these uh, resolutions come to fruition. That'd be great. All right. What's something that you learned about yourself in 2023 uh, about yourself that you plan on either change? Well, we kind of of covered that or amplify. We kind of covered that. Anything else you want to add to it? But we kind of really went inside already. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be bigger, better, harder working and uh, (laughs) making more money. That's what we're going to do and save money and and not and and lose weight. All of us. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Funky going to gain the weight that me and Mm -hmm. Al going to lose. There you go. Okay. (laughs) All right, fellas, a movie on YouTube, um, I'm sorry, Tubi, called I Hate You to Death, has been making its rounds on social media after displaying a character that is juggling three wives. In this era of open relationships, you guys think you can juggle three lovers at the same time? You know who I'm going to first, Mr. Sex Party, Al Reynolds. (laughs) (laughs) Hell no, I'm too old. (laughs) Maybe when I was in my 30s, you know, because I could... I could physically, mentally, and emotionally juggle all that. But right now, I don't have time to make sure three women are taken care of. Three women, you got to make sure their feelings are understood. Three women, all that emotional and mental. And even the physical, I, 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 give me one. Give me one, please. Give me one. Okay. Cute. I absolutely could not. Um, I could juggle three sexual partners. Um, because prior to my current situation, that's kind of what I was doing. Um, I can juggle that, but like having to talk on the phone and like, you know, kind of be present emotionally for three people, it's hard enough doing that with one person without complications, hiccups, energy. Um, I definitely couldn't do it. Not even remotely interested in doing it. Three people like for fun. But that's even too much. It's too yeah. much. Everybody coughing and got fever blisters on their mouth. It's too much going. Um, once in my life, I've always been like a serial monogamous, meet one guy and I focus on him. He's going to be my husband. That hasn't worked out. Once I tried with juggling too, it made me not get deep with anyone. Okay. It made me see how men feel about us women. A lot of times we're like, well, why are they not falling in love with us? Well, because we're putting all of our eggs in one basket and they're not. It made me kind of see how men felt. Maybe get me get an understanding, but I didn't feel close to anyone because it was not really special. And you're lying, you half listening. I can't keep track of two people's mm-hmm. lives. And Dude, were you having sex? Up. Were you having sex with both of them? I was, mm-hmm. I was, but it was in my 20s. That was a long time ago. So, okay. I, at this age, I'll be catching cramps and stuff. It would not <laughs> be like you dating that old bitch. You get, I'm sorry, you date that old girl. He's cramping up. Yeah, me too. Uh, no, I can't do it now. All right, uh, coming up next, we are covering some of the top memes of the year. And later, we have your tea fact of the day. Stick around. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, besides all the drama that unfolded this year, I must say that 2023 produced some hilarious memes and that's why we're bringing you some of the top memes of 2023 oh we got a cat jib i like that okay first up uh willow love tweeted a funny meme of glorilla Lil mama bow wow and wendy raquel robinson with the caption what a talented family 
How do you feel about this meme? <laughs> this, this is funny. So it's, it's funny because before you read the caption, I was sitting here like, what's the correlation? But no, they exactly do all they do all look alike. Yeah. They all look alike. And I want to point out something, too. Last month, I was uh, Glorilla was in a chair getting glammed up. And she is a pretty girl. Like, they were doing her up and doing her whole thing. Glorilla is really beautiful. Of all the new girls, I really like Glorilla. But this is a funny meme. She is pretty. And they do look a lot alike. They do. Uh, Al, Al, do you see the similarities? Yeah, I see the similarities, but I'm sure it was after she had a blunt that she saw them much better than me. Um, I thought it was cool, but it, it wasn't anything that fancied me. I, I, I mean, sorry. For, year, for years, they've been trying it with um, Bow Wow and Lil Mama saying you never see them in the same room. They look a lot alike. They mm. really look a lot alike. Uh, up until he gained the weight, but yeah. Yeah, before that, yeah, you're right. He get this little grown man weight on now. He does, right? Yeah. So he's not Lil Bow Wow anymore, right? He's like, no, he's getting out. Uh, to be honest, he's two cheeseburgers away. That face is so round. <laughs> uh, I was watching College Hill the other night. I'm watching the old series, the Celebrity Edition, and Ray J is gaining weight too. Yeah, Ray J is getting round. Come on now. Round two. He eating good. That's when <laughs> that, that money good. coming That's in. Right. Making all that money. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Making all that money. Halle Bailey's historical role as Little Mermaid inspired this next meme of Denzel Washington with the caption, so after all the Africans y'all threw into the ocean, y'all surprised the mermaid is black? What are your thoughts on this meme? <laughs> now that one is hilarious. That, that is hilarious <laughs> because it, it, it's funny, you almost feel guilty for laughing too because obviously the middle passage is no laughing matter right. or whatever and it was very heinous <laughs> but it definitely is one of those slavery jokes that you kind of want to throw in white people's face that is kind of like funny. Because it makes a lot of sense. Yes. <laughs> it is some audacity, isn't it? Like, yes. You know, if you put a man somewhere, he going to find something to have sex with. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Al. Look at Al. Al, are you thinking about having sex with a little mermaid? Ah! Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine all of them swimming under the water trying to find something to have sex with? That is funny. Don't let Al be a merman. Okay. Now, we all remember the moment when Mitch McConnell felt faint during a press conference, right? Remember that? When he kind of uh -huh. locked up and he kind of froze up like my internet? Well, the next meme is a photo of Mitch McConnell's expression right before he froze up during his speech with the caption, when the Taco Bell I had for lunch starts hitting me. What are your thoughts on this meme, Al? Let's go to you first. I, you know what? It's funny because whenever I see Mitch McConnell's face, production, you put that back up there. Always say that man needs an enema, not that he's got to go to the bathroom. He always look like he is clogged up or backed up. I, but this meme is hilarious. You. Y'all yeah, know I can't laugh at that because I'm always having a bathroom problem. And it's so funny. The reason it's not funny to me is because just last month, me and some friends, we had went and I to eat, get a crab or eat some crab legs. And after the, the crab place, it was like, y'all want to go down to the bar? I said, yeah, let's go to the bar. And we got in the car and my stomach got to go. <laughs> and my butt started to dilate. And I was like, oh, not God. here, not, not here, dilate. not in this car. And see, I don't know about y'all, but in Miami, the gas stations don't let you use the bathroom. Did you like, say your butt, <laughs> your butt started to dilate? And so I, I, I didn't. If I ran the risk of stopping at a gas station and then they wouldn't let me use the bathroom it would have made it worse. So I was like, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. So I'm speeding to the bar. I get to the bar. Of course, it's my neighborhood bar. Everybody knows when I get out the car. They're like, Q, Q, what's up? I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Baby, I had to run to the bathroom. And the minute I unbuckled my pants, okay, that thing, the body did. I was too much <laughs> to dilated the clinch. Okay. Remember that crab had to ran through me. So I, I don't like the Mitch McConnell one because that one hits a home a little too personal for me. Oh, God.
<laughs> you could said this, the second you unbuckled your pants. Could this possibly be the only show in television history that has talked about male booty dilation? <laughs> I've never heard that expression. Okay. Um, yeah. That was a good one right there. I mean, forget my comments on Mitch McConnell. I'm fascinated about your booty oh, dilation. Um, you know, it's. I guess we can laugh at it because we don't like him. And, um, you know, he was having a medical emergency, but, you know, the way he screwed the country and had our booties all dilated in all 2023, 2022 and uh, beyond. Uh, I don't really feel bad for it. I do not feel bad for laughing at that one. So, all right, Mitch McConnell, get out the way. All right, that was fun. Coming up next, we have your tea fact of the day. And later we are highlighting some of our favorite moments from the show. Keep it locked. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, we can all agree that social media tends to resurface some of the most random facts in pop culture history. So it's only fair that we unpack those facts in our tea fact of the day. All right, did you guys know that the legendary Dionne Warwick was responsible for so many hit songs that were sampled and covered by other artists? Like She's behind a lot of hits. Funky? Of course, so of course I did. Like mm-hmm. uh, Luther Vandross, uh, she did, uh, did some covers of hers. One of my favorite Anita Baker songs, mm-hmm. No One in the World, Dionne Warwick did. As a kid, when I first heard the songs made popular by the Luthers and the Anitas, I did not know. But later in life, uh, I became aware of Dionne's catalog. And then that's when I realized uh, she is given the title of the first Black pop star. You know, obviously by the time I came about or old enough to listen to music, Dion's, you know, reign was already over, but I didn't realize just how big Dion Warwick was back in her day. Al, you probably remember the show Solid Gold. Do you remember that back then? Oh man, with Marilyn McCoo. With the little puppet, Madam. Uh, uh, that everybody's face looks like now that has too many. Uh, uh, but anyways, um, she was always on there. Like I, I, I remember just Dion being a huge star. I used. To, uh, what do you think about this about Dion's catalog? I mean, you know, like you said, Dion was a huge star. She also Doja Cat, I think, uh, sampled some of her stuff too as of recently. But you, we got to remember, Dion was she was the woman. You got to you remember in 1987. She had a very strong relationship with the White House and with the president, Ronald Reagan, at the time. And he named her the U.S. ambassador of health during the AIDS crisis because he felt like that her voice could speak to the community that was being affected the most. I just remember her. Well, and then after that, y'all remember the Psychic Friends Network? (laughs) The Psychic Friends Network. But you know what? That was a very successful enterprise. She did it for nine years. They made $100 million a year, allegedly, in profit. So Dion had her finger on the pulse. I'm not mad at it. She also, uh, the the late Luther Vandross covered her hit songs, House Is Not a Home, one of my favorite songs, and so amazing. The late Aretha Franklin covered her hit song, Say a Little Prayer. Anita Baker covered her hit song, No One in the World. Usher samples her hit song, You Gonna Need Me. Doja Cat, like you said, samples her classic song, Walk On By, in her song, Paint the Town Red. All right. I mean, we've spoken about what we think about this tea fact of the day. But in closing, she's an amazing talent. And I'm glad that we can give her her flowers while she's with us. Indeed. You know how she got her start? Did you guys know that she got her start at the Apollo? Uh, Amateur night at the Apollo was back in like 1957. And that particular night, they said it was one of the most competitive nights ever. And it it, it got to the point where people were throwing stuff on the stage, but she actually won. That's what Mm -hmm. Imagine starting off in 57 and here we are about to be 2024 and you're still... You know, a name. And you know, you know, you know, you know, so funny too. Before we move on, I think the Apollo just does not get the credit that it deserves. I mean, low key, mm-hmm. it was the Instagram of the day or the MySpace. You know how artists are getting developed right. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, you went to the Apollo, and I think the beautiful thing about that is that your people chose you. Like your people mm-hmm. said, that's going to be our next person right there. Like that person right there. We want them. And and you went on to, to start them. 
Wasn't that like a, a, a rite of passage? I almost felt like it was a rite of passage if you really, it was like the mark, it was like what American Idol is today. Yeah. We saw yeah. the birth of so many great artists and performers come out of uh, the Apollo. You're right, Q. Yeah. But I think they've turned it around over there with their new director. And I think their endowment now is in the, in the eight digits. I think, is that right? Three, six, seven high seven digits so good job over there with the apollo guys star search for black people three and a half stars all right let's get back to some topics speaking of throwback music if your favorite artist from the 90s could revamp one of their classic albums which album would you choose and why let's start with you funky erica badu baduism um first of all the album was just pure gold. We didn't really know what Neo soul was at that time. It was just being birthed. Here it is. This woman comes along with this head rag on and we're like, who is she? What is this? What is she doing? What is an ankh? What are all these things? I'm going to tell you why this album outside from this album, musically just being, you know, so amazing. At this time, I was in middle school, young little gay boy, awkward, trying to figure myself out. No Limit was big during that time. And I just was never one of those rah, rah, rah rap kids. All the boys were were singing the No Limit stuff. The girls were doing whatever it was they were doing. And then here was this weird woman that came along that this awkward little skinny boy could latch onto and she was mine. Like I was the first one in the school all about Erica Badu and like and nobody else understood it, but I did. And it was like, wow, here is a space musically that I can own. I'm in the, I'm in the, the eighth grade, seventh grade, all on and on and on. I'm getting it. And so for, for me being a young boy coming of age, plus with the music, this album will forever be special to me. Erica Badu's Baduism is it for me. All right, Al, what's your answer? I'm going to say the score by the Fugees. I, yeah, I think I'm going to say the score by the, the by the Fugees. This legendary group, guys, to me, like, they just fell apart. They just fell apart. We should have been enjoying, like, 20, 25 years of the group. Fuji's. I, I I just feel like, and then when they tried to re redo it and do a reunion tour, that fell apart. I'm like, okay, what in the world? I just feel like the the world musically would be totally different if we had 20 years of their music successfully. And you know what? Wyclef says it's Lauren Hill's fault. What do you guys think? Well, that's my I, pick. I agree. Yeah, that's my pick for to to revamp would be Lauren Hill, and because they were such a they were such a huge, huge, huge group. The miseducation of Lauren Hill for me is mine. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of piggybacking off you, like they were so influential, came out of nowhere, different than everybody else. And then here she goes when she goes solo. Her one album she did, she never had the courage to do it again because she had set the bar so high. Twenty million albums sold, her only solo album, right? And mm -hmm. I would want her to like get the courage, be on time, get to the studio, record. Like I wish she could. I wish I could see where she would have like ended up. Like woulda, coulda, shoulda. You know. Do, like, we, I do we know? Do we know definitively that the courage and confidence is the reason why she never did album? Because I've always suspected that over the years mm -hmm. too, that the bar was so high. And then a part of me remember she went through that that lawsuit situation with the mm -hmm. rioters or whatever the case may be, and then the other people you know wrote a lot of that stuff and didn't get credit. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, you know, why can't she just smooth things over with the people that helped her do this album and give us another one there's just something very peculiar to me about the fact that lauren never gave us another album i mean she gave us that little live thing that didn't count but like another ep another album a a a, a, a set of new songs or, or 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 something there's just something weird about that i think the industry broke her and they'll then remember her personal life her drama with her baby daddy remember all that stuff and then she had oh. the drama with the group members remember with the the Mar uh, marley right 
She had a whole bunch of stuff that was going right. on. I think she kind of lost it. And then imagine you lose your confidence in your relationship. And then you have one of the, the best selling album of like ever for a woman, right? Rapper. And then you're like, how do I top that? I don't feel confident anymore. I lost my mojo. I'm having drama with my bandmates because of all the stuff they got going on. No, wait a minute. Didn't she, her and Wyclef had an affair, right? And you mm -hmm. talk about the drama when Lauren told Wyclef that it was his baby. Yeah, the first that. baby, and then they, we find out that it's Bob Marley's son, Rohan. Is that the drama you're talking about? Yes. And yeah. It, and it was, just, and then the group kind of had their issues, and then, and then what? I'm not Praz. Uh, yeah, Praz had his issues. There's a whole bunch of legal issues. Where's the movie there? about them? Yeah. <laughs> Where's that documentary? Yeah. And she was such. I love her as an actress too. I really hope she could just give us. I don't know. I did I, like her as an actress. She was great. All right, keep it locked because coming up next, we have some of our favorite moments from the sea this season of TGIF. And later we are playing a fun game of hit or miss. Keep it locked. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, we had a time this year on TGIF, and there were so many funny moments that hit the waves of social media. Sometimes I'm on my computer, I just go back and look. I'm like, we just look up like a random date, and it's always something funny. So to celebrate some of our favorite moments, we are going to show a few clips that made us gag over the years. Let's start first with Al's choice. Take a look. Okay. Kamara's doing this for a reason. And Kamora, keep doing it. Keep documenting everything that's going on in your life. If you come home and the door is open and you don't like it, post it. If you get, if something in your house is missing, post it. If somebody, or you all of a sudden get sick, post it. Because we need to know if anything is happening to you for the convenience of somebody else who's in your circle, who with your friends have gotten them questionable outcomes like dying or getting sick. Keep going, girl. We watching and we got your back. Ooh, this did not age good for somebody. Al, tell us what made that moment so memorable for you. Because I, I promise you, when I when I read about, you know, this is on the hill of the Diddy stuff, right? And when I read about her house uh, house fire, I I was convinced, guys. Sorry, I did. I was convinced that it, that it could have had something to do with Diddy. You know, and I said this on that show. Remember. Kim and the other young lady that worked at the record label were both in her wedding as bridesmaids. And how interesting is it that they are both dead now? So that just freaked me out. And and I, I had when I said that I was so convicted. <laughs> well, we will see what 2024 brings, because that is still on our radar. Next, we have Funky's Choice. Check this out. I don't know why I'm laughing. And I'm not laughing at Ray. I'm, I'm, oh God. Have the people figured out yet how the wig caught fire? Did he roll past a candle? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did you enjoy about this moment? You know what, y'all, that, you, you know how you, you're a part of something and like the earlier seasons are just always kind of like the best and, and it's raw. That that clip actually just did something to me. Claudia, I remember that black fabric behind you always <laughs> used to be falling. We had mismatch backgrounds. Audio shows. But the Rolling Ray story when the wig caught fire for me, I think it was the first time... I always knew we had something, but that was the moment I knew we 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 had something. And I think, I think that was the first moment I made Al laugh uncontrollably to the point where the people were like, Al is giggling because they love when Al laughs. There was just something magical about it. I was it, it, that right there solidified our chemistry. I was like, yeah. we are freaking good together. You know, oh, that was the time, Q, sorry, that was the time. Do you remember when you did, we did Prince Harry or somebody, y'all, and he talked about I remember about, that. <laughs> was that the same show? Thing. I think it was the same show or the same week. I had never laughed so hard in my entire life. You remember you said he funded the Bible? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I remember. 
You I said, remember. go over there, reach down in my pocketbook, get past me my checkbook. Yes. You know, I, I think I, I, I too was watching oh. some, I was trying to remind myself and like, I want us to get that again. And we do that. We have glimpses of it now, but we definitely are more buttoned up now. Mm-hmm. And I think we're a little bit more like reckless or off the, the, the rails. And I, and I think that's what made everybody love us. Like, yo, what else is on TV uh, like this? You know what I mean? And, um, corporate people, we gonna do more of that. <laughs> we're going to do more of that because that's the magic of this show. And if we ever do end up in a studio every day, we want that. That's the kind of stuff that made people like, you know, the balance of some seriousness and able to have intellectual conversations and then having those moments. Um, Here's one of my favorite moments from TJF this year. Take a look. As a black woman here that works with two gay men men in the community, I'm going to say this. I'll be damned. I'm going to let anyone say that I get my femininity from a gay man. (laughs) I am not getting my cues on how to be a woman from a man with a beard and lipstick and lashes. We know how to be feminine without y'all. We know how to deal with our baby daddies without y'all. We know how to do fashion without y'all, but we love y'all and y'all have great opinions and we like your feedback. For me, that was like, I got to kind of represent for women without trash in the community and also, also, you know, stressing it's not like a screw y'all. No, we want y'all, but don't like hijack things and make it like a, a us versus you thing. Cause I think we're stronger together. I really do. And um, a lot of women came uh, to me after that and said, thank you. You're saying it was a very sensitive time and everybody was getting so worked up over it. You say anything, it's like you're a, a phobe, a phobia, a phobic. And it's like, no, I can be passionate and defend women without trash in the community, but making it very clear what I was saying. And I think that I love our show for that. Mm-hmm. All right. Coming up, we're playing a fun game of hit or miss, and we'll see you after the break. <laughs> Welcome back. All right. In honor of the new year, we are going to play a fun game of hit or miss and determine which celebs either missed or hit the mark this year without staying out of trouble. Are y'all ready to play hit or miss? Let's do it. All right, let's cue the music. First up, we have the next Super Bowl headliner, Usher. Was he a hit or a miss for the year? I think overall, Usher did pretty good for the year. Usher always does pretty good on his fashions. He always kind of plays it safe and kind of Rico Suave, kind of whatever, whatever. So overall, I'll give him a hit for the year. Okay. I'm going to give him a hit. I'm definitely going to give him a hit. I love the way that he segmented his residency into getting the main stage right there in Vegas for Super Bowl. Definitely a hit for Usher this year. Congratulations, brother. You know, Usher, um, I don't know if y'all remember Usher's first song. I was a radio DJ in college when it came out. It was way before your time, Q, but it was a song called Just Call Me the Mac. Cause I got it like that. He was so little, he was like 12, I think. To see that kid grow to this man. And then I remember people been calling for him to be at the Super Bowl for a while. Oh, does he have enough hits? Absolutely. And if you haven't been to a show in Vegas, it is amazing. This guy has blossomed. And he seems to find his way out of scandal. We forgive him. And the way he carries himself, Usher has never been problematic in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna say he's got a hit not only for the year, but his the longevity of his career and the life of his career, actually. I think he's done a good job. Mm-hmm. I really do. Next we have, oh, Kanye West. Was he a hit or miss this year, Q? A total miss. <laughs> This year, last year, the year before last, the year before that. And I'm going to go ahead and give him a miss for this upcoming year if he chooses <laughs> to stay <laughs> on trend. Total miss. What do you think he could do to like not be, to, to fix that? What do you be think? regular. When it comes to his fashion, put on regular clothes and stop trying to have us in trash bags and burlap potato sacks and jumpsuits missing a knee part and all this other weird space age stuff that only him and the voices in his head think are fashionable. Okay. 
Al, I know we're talking about not just the fashion, but his his vibe for the year. So what do you think about him for the year? Hit or miss? I mean, when I tell you he hit, he is a hit. He hit all the wrong beats. That's what he did in 2023. I how do you how do you lose billions of dollars from your antics and you still doing them like how how do you create a school and then it goes out of business like I, i'm just like every hit is a miss for him right now he needs to pray i think kanye is in some regards he has some moments where he said some very profound things and some of the things he said you like has some points with some things but then he goes totally off the rails Kanye West, I don't know what's going on with you, but ever since you hugged Trump from the back and <laughs> <laughs> hugged daddy from the back and then talked about maybe aborting Northwest and then the, like y'all said, the weird ass clothes and the ugly fashions and stuff that the hood is not going to buy no $2,000 holy sweater. I, I want you to come back home. I want you to get some therapy. You walked in the polls. You lost your family. You're making, you're keeping us in too many group chats. You're just so weird and you're so talented and that's what makes it tragic. If you if you were like a blue face, we wouldn't really care. But you're Kanye and you actually have some talent. So miss, miss, miss. Until you make up for hugging Trump from the back, I don't think it's ever gonna go well for you. I don't. How about Dwayne Wade? Was he a hit or a miss this year? Al, let's go to you first on this one. You know, I, I'm a huge advocate and, and fan of Dwayne and, and Gabrielle. The way he ushered in that whole trans and raising a trans daughter and and all of that being a black male athlete, I, I definitely said he served his serve this year. Definitely a hit for me. Thumbs up, brother. And I can't wait to see your advocacy in 2024. All right. Um, Funky, what are your thoughts? Oh, you're on mute. I definitely think Dwayne Wade is a hit. You know, he takes risk with his fashion, um, which a lot of people sometimes do not understand. Um, I get it. I love the fact that he's able to challenge gender norms and what it means to be masculine. Um, I also love the things that he's doing with his daughter. So Dwayne Wade will always be a hit in my book. And brother, I want you and Cam Newton to continue challenging the norms in men's fashion this upcoming year. Um, I'll give him a hit as far as being a supportive dad. Um, fashion, yeah, he does take risks. I mean, sometimes I hate the outfits and sometimes I'm like, okay, that's cute. But I guess that's part of taking a risk. It's not always going to be a, a, a win with everybody. But for the bravery alone, I will give him a hit with that. All right, how about Lori Harvey? Was she a hit or miss? Did she have a hit or miss year? Al? I'm going to go first. I think she's had a complete miss this year. And let me explain why. Lori Harvey is too beautiful, has too much access to not be known for anything more than who she dates. I've said this before, young lady, it's time for a pivot. Take all of your talent, take all of your beauty and stop making it about the men that you date to get your relevance. Make it about what you're doing and the brands that you're building. All right, Q. You know, Al, you said take all of her talents and I just question what those talents are and I'm not being shady. Outside of dressing nicely, which some could consider a talent, mm -hmm. I don't know what else she does. Does she act? Does she sing? Can she design? Can she produce? And I'm starting to feel like Al, you know, her beauty is her currency and it probably is the extent of what she may have to offer and that's 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 unfortunate um but when it comes to her fashion she's a hit and i'm going to tell you why i'm going to give her a hit because she stays in her lane and if her lane is just being a socialite and dating then that's all right i think god gives us all what we need to survive and he takes care of babies and fools and you know her beauty is her calling card and she is definitely um, taking advantage of the male species and getting what she wants out of life using that beauty. And for that, I'll give her a hit. I'm kind of torn. It's like 50% hit, 50% miss, because I think she's gorgeous. Um, I think she always looks flawless on the red carpet. So we talk about fashion, hit all day. Image, hit all day. But I too would like to see her do more than that. But then again, we don't make the Kardashians do more than that, do we? You know what I mean? Like they made a whole career out of doing pretty much what she's done. Yeah. But I feel like it's like a little bit more smoke when it's a black girl, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
I would like for her to like be single for a year and really, cause then people can shut the hell up. They won't be able to say that about her anymore. If she's like, you know what? All these years I've been working on a home design brand or a line of jackets or whatever. And we'd be like <clears throat> pleasantly surprised. Cause after a while, it's gonna be hard to keep defending you, Lori, when we only can talk about who you are dating. And I wanna talk about something else. Cause you got all right. that access and all that money and you got a daddy, right. you got two daddies that care. I think she does have she does have a line, guys. I think well, she yeah. has a clothing line, right? Is it our bathing suit line? But see, see, the fact that you have squint and you got I got to think, and me and Claudia aren't even <laughs> sure, which yep. says that there's much work to be done. Right. Exactly. All right. Next, we have Candace Owens. Was she in her drive? Girl, get, on, get off our line with this miss. Go on to the next thing, Claudia. <laughs> miss. Uh, I'm going to say a miss, but you guys mark me 2024. We're going to see a huge pivot with Candace. She's starting that rebranding now. Keep your eyes on her because that's a sneaky one right there. But she's also very tactical and strategic. She's a hit with her crowd. She's a miss with us. Mm-hmm. Right. How about Tyrese? Was he a hit or a miss? Miss. Total miss. Total failure. Abort mission. Don't want to see no more. Cancel. Miss. 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 Miss Daisy. Miss Jones. Miss Jackson. Miss Williams. Total miss. Al? I got to agree. I, I, I just... We, he needs to take us out of his chat. Total miss. Nothing else to say about that one. What about you, Claudia? Miss. This is a guy that bursts on the scene with that beautiful smile and, and voice in the Coca-Cola commercials. And we're and you you've got so much fame, you've succeeded in so many things to let your personal life make us make you a meme. You're reduced to a what more do you want from me? Like we're always talking about that. Right, right. I think you need to get his mantle together. Maybe this TGT thing, if he can keep it together and redeem himself with his brothers and then spread on that. But we're always I'm, I'm sick of the antics, Tyrese. I'm sick of the antics. You're one step away from reality star right now. Uh Prashawn Rock and Blueface. Oh, just cancel the whole doggone show, <laughs> including hours for talking about them. Total miss. Oh my God, I, I wish I could rub two sticks together and leave them in 2023. Ow. You know what I said, they got what now, 12 days left? If we could leave them in 2023, I would be more than overjoyed. Um, they're a hit with their demo, and that says a lot about our society, unfortunately, because they, we the ones that y'all that keep on supporting miss with people over 35, um, hit with the youngsters, I guess. All right, last but not least, my girl Foxy Brown. Was she a hit or was she a miss? I didn't even know she was alive in 2023 <laughs> until you and her got to arguing down to the internet. Um, uh, I guess because you my friend and she argued with you, I'm going to give her a miss. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't know she did anything in 2023, and I'm not trying to be shady. Was she singing or something, Claudia? Was she performing? No, no. she was doing with Claudia on Instagram. This is what she was doing. Foxy Brown should be in the legendary category when we talk about legends in hip-hop, but we don't. She is so obsessed with hating on Lil' Kim, and every time Lil' Kim announces something, she in the comments being negative instead of partnering up, and she's being nasty. And so that's how we got into it. I said, leave her alone. And then she came in my DMs, and we got into it. But I was like, just like, girl, you ain't gonna win this one. So anyways, she's a miss, and she should be a hit, because listen, this girl came on the scene at a very young age, and she did her thing. But again, another person that's messing up their legacy with their personal nonsense. So, Foxy, hope you get it together in 2024 and you don't get kicked off Tom Joyner Cruises like you did the year I was on it. That was a lot of fun. We have covered so many crazy stories this year. So, we like to end our show by handing out an award to a person who exemplifies pure delusion. This is our tea bag of the year. I promise y'all, this is the last time we're going to talk about these people, okay? I know we are tired our tea bags of the year, we have to give it to these people. It's two people sharing this, Blueface and Krishan. What do you have to say about our honorary tea bags of the year? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I am exhausted. I have exhausted everything I have had to say. I have no breath or life 
in my body to give them anything. May they be blessed and may our timelines be blessed and not stressed with a mess in 2024. That's all I got. You think they deserve teabag of the year? Oh, my most definitely. They deserve teabag of the decade. Okay, I, I, I have not, I don't think we've experienced this level of toxicity. I think the only person who can remotely meet or beat them in their toxicity is Donald Trump, yeah. you know, at the, at the height of his mess. Al, do you think this is, do you agree with this tea bag of the year? Yeah, I think they earned it. They earned it. But you know what? We have to be real here. They're successful in their demo, like you said, Claudia, and they are doing very well. And the obsession that I have now is I have this question, guys. Are people in their demo obsessed with them because they look at them and they say, hey, my situation may be bad, but it's not as bad as theirs. Or is there a rumbling or undercurrent of a whole generation of people who take comfort in knowing that they mirror their family and their family situation or their relationship and their boyfriend or girlfriend situation? And that's why everybody likes them so much. So which one is it? I think we just have a lot of ratchet ass people that they they just hear they love it and we are just aging out of that. Yeah. You know? Fellas, let me get your thoughts on this hilarious tweet before we end the show that has resurfaced on social media. Jay Stewart tweeted, I have decided to leave my past behind me. So if I owe you money, I'm sorry, but I've moved on. You guys agree? And I how do you probably deal with someone that owes you money? This thing is so funny. Uh People who owe me money, I tend to just kind of stay quiet about it um, and just they can't come back to me anymore. I might tell some other friends, you know, that bitch been owing me money for a year and they said nothing. I talk about them, but it's very hard for me to confront people about owing me money. OK, Al? Yeah, if I if I lend the money, I know I'm not getting it back. So there you have it. I don't I, I don't even think that I'm going to get it back. That's a damn shame because a loan is a loan and a gift is a gift, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, the bank is closed over here. I, I, I ain't got it. I, I, ain't, I do not have it. So before we go, um, oh, we don't have any time for advice. Happy New Year, everybody. It's been a pleasure working with both of you and creating this magic on what we have here, TGIF. And I've enjoyed it. I, our ups, our downs. We've gotten ourselves here. Okay. So I, I wish you guys the best going forward. Thank you to the soulmates for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Street Flavor. We will see you next week. Any part of words, fellas? Be safe, soulmates. Don't drink too much. Don't spend up your money. Have safe sex and pray. 